everyone, what's up? My name is Christy Brisbane and I am the host of this podcast, The Original Inspiration. So I can't really take myself seriously right now. I have never done anything like this before and I have a huge smile on my face because I'm excited about all the possibilities that this podcast can bring for people and really the whole aim is just to be a platform that we can use to inspire young people in particular I'm in the field of business and I have my own business, which I'll go into shortly, but I really just want to use this podcast as an opportunity to give people, um, you know, uh, a place that they can share their story and what made them inspired to do something different and something abnormal and something original. So what was their original inspiration? That's the kind of question I want to ask our audience, our guests, and really bring to the to light the power of being inspired and the power of just being original and being different and going against the flow uh, and going against what everyone else thinks you're going to do. So yeah, I guess today in today's episode, I really just want to touch on kind of my original inspiration myself, what I do, so you can get to know me as the host and then um, yeah, we'll just see how we go, but I guess where I'll start is an introduction to me and where I come from. So I'm from Sydney, Australia. I am in the bracket of 18 to 25. There you go. That's what I'll reveal in terms of my age. I'm pretty selective about revealing my age to people. (laughs) Um, I am one of four kids. I have three brothers, two that are older and one that's younger. Matt is still in school, so he's just about to turn 18. And then Luke and Scott are, oh my gosh, I think 25 and 27 forgive me if I'm wrong guys. Um, and then I have obviously my mum and dad. They, My mum's a nurse and my dad works for a bank so they have no experience in business and whilst they are my biggest supporters and they cheer me on with absolutely everything, they give advice where it's necessary and they just comfort me you know emotionally, they actually don't have any tangible business experience. So it's been interesting getting started and kind of growing rapidly because people at home they just they don't understand. And my family, yeah, there's no tangible evidence there. So it's it's been an interesting dynamic. But yeah, my business, All Sorts Sorted, we are a housekeeping, house cleaning and home organization business. What started as just um, a love of, I guess, organizing pantries, linen cupboards, uh, home offices, toy rooms, things like that, quickly turned into a cleaning company. And not just any cleaning company, because we also take care of the housekeeping tasks. So a little bit more than just cleaning our bathrooms and showers and kitchens and things like that. We also take care of, you know, changing bed sheets, um, tidying, doing the dishes, ironing, laundry, folding laundry, putting it away, things like that. So we actually are more of a wholesome service, but you're not here to hear about my business. You're here to hear about my original inspiration. And, you know, thinking about what I wanted this podcast to be and the goals behind it really brought to light probably my two core values and my two core strengths in life. And I think my dad, he's the one that really made me realize these the last few years, just how important my creativity is and how important my curiosity is. And those are the two kind of really foundational values to this podcast is how I've used my creativity, 
that isn't just drawing and painting and photography and things like that that you would normally or singing that you would normally class as a creative but I am more creative in the sense of ideas so I've always been an ideas person and an ideas followed by action obviously because an idea with no action is just nothing at all right so I have always been an ideas person and I'll get into that a little bit later but in terms of the curiosity side I personally would say this is my biggest strength I and anyone who knows me closely will testify to this that I just ask way too many questions. I just want to know everything, but I'm it's like a street smart level of curiosity. So I am really, you know, my knowledge is spread out so far from like the medical field and knowing, you know, what tachycardia and all of this other stuff means in the medical field. Shout out to all the medical drama shows I've watched. And going from that to, you know, knowing how other things work. I can't put names to things, but I just have a lot of knowledge about a lot of different things. But the knowledge in most of that stuff is really surface level. But because I know a lot, so, you know, I understand the tax system. I understand how shares work. I understand how language works and things like that, right? So a little bit more wholesome view of everything um, in terms of the curiosity. And I've just always been curious, you know, I'll be in a conversation with someone and go to talk about, um, they'll, they'll ask me questions about myself and I'll deflect and ask like, oh, you know, how does that actually work? And they're like, why do you want to know how the insurance system works? And I'm like, well, I'm just curious. I'm sorry. Like, can you just tell me so that I know? And then they're like, oh, you know, you you don't want to get into the insurance field. Like it's not fun. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do this for a job. I just want a surface level knowledge of the thing. So curiosity and creativity, they're my two core values, the two things that make me who I am, that make Christy Brisbane who Christy Brisbane is. And they're the two things I want to bring into this podcast. You know, how can you be creative in everyday life? How can you be curious in everyday life? And how those two things can like elevate, love the word elevate, elevate your approach to situations. So in terms of of those two things, I suppose, the question I want to ask all my guests on this podcast, and it will be based on guests, so we'll have a new guest each week, um, you know, on the off week, I'll just talk myself about different things, but with our guests, what I want to ask is, what was your original inspiration? And it will be situational focus. So I'll bring a guest in for a specific reason, and then I'll ask them the question, what was your original inspiration? You know, why are you original? How have you come out of this situation original? How's this journey made you original? And what was that inspiration in the first place, you know? So I, yeah, I think for me, I was thinking about it, you know, and what was my original inspiration starting my business? What made me, you know, start in the middle of a pandemic? We started May last year, right after the first lockdown. And if you're in Sydney right now, Um, I'm recording this on July 27th and we are in the middle of our new lockdown. So we've been in lockdown for five weeks again, hard lockdown, which means that my business is actually only at about 10, 15% at the moment. We are only allowed to service our disability clients. So it's interesting time. And I think that's kind of what brought this podcast thing to life because I've been wanting to do it for so long and just to create a platform for people to share stories and inspire young people. But it's just never, I've never had time. And now I guess with all this extra time on my hands, um, this is why the podcast has started to come to life, which is exciting. But yeah, so we're in a lockdown at the moment and that's how I started All Sorts Sorted was in the middle of the lockdown. So 
what happened after that was we just experienced all this rapid growth. You know, one employee turned into two and then 2020 ended and it was December 2020. We had four employees plus me. That was five. Then once we started 2021, which was only really seven months ago now, we just saw this rapid growth again, right? So uh, the demand for our services was insane. It was through the roof and we just kind of skyrocketed out of nowhere to 10 employees and then to 15 employees. We've kind of taken a step back now and um, especially with this lockdown, you know, it's a little bit harder to provide work for people. So we're back down to about 13 and where we are now is, I, I really like it, but I know that as soon as this lockdown ends, we're going to be crazy busy again. So, you know, um, uh, plug to anyone in Sydney Hills area, if you're looking for a job, we're hiring, <laughs> but that's kind of, um, you know, uh, the, the start of my business. And so when I was thinking about what, like, how did this even happen? You know, what made me think about this? What made me start this? What was my original inspiration? And I've kind of linked it back to one person. And in terms of inspiration, it doesn't always have to be a person. It can be an action. It can be something that was said to you, but not actually be linked to that person. It could be, um, you know, something that you watched, something that you read, something like that, right? It doesn't always have to be a person. But in my sense, I think what it was, was this person. And although uh, he was, you know, very uh, integral to the start of this whole seed, now that I can see it, he was just a moment in time, right? And he was a one-time thing that kind of led to, you know, this seed growing and then blossoming to what we see today, right? So my initial inspiration was a teacher from my school called Mr. Childs. And I, correct me if I'm wrong, I have a pretty bad memory, but I don't think he even ever taught me. I don't think he was even my teacher. He was just a teacher. And he was the head of, well, he kind of oversaw like business and economics, So let me take you on a little journey through the story of how Mr. Childs is my original inspiration. So picture me in year 10, it's term three, we're coming to the end of term and we are given the sheet to pick our subjects for year 11 and 12. So it's time to sit down, have a think about what you want to do, what subjects are going to impact your university choices, if that's what you wanted to do, you know, where was your future headed? So I sat down and I had a look at all the options and I kind of at that point, I had my heart set on the joining the Air Force, but I didn't know what job I wanted to do specifically. So I was kind of thinking, oh, you know, I could kind of crack it as a pilot. Being a pilot in the Air Force would be hectic. So I was fooling myself completely thinking I would ever be a pilot because I was terrible at maths. My parents were forcing me to pick two unit maths, um, advanced mathematics, I think is what they call it now. And I was terrible at math, so I knew that wasn't going to end up very good. So I had to pick that. And then I was thinking, oh, you know, what's going to make me look smart? So I was thinking economics for sure. Like all the smart people do economics. And then, you know, going down the the pilot route, I had to do physics. And I hated science and I was going to do no science. But of course, what did I pick? I picked physics. And because I had my heart for some reason set on being a pilot for like two months there at the wrong time, I picked physics and economics didn't work. It didn't work with the lines. So instead of doing economics, the only other option I had for that line that was plausible, feasible, whatever you want to call it, was business studies. And I was thinking, what the heck? 
Business studies is a dropkick subject, you know, it's what people do when they don't know what to do. They go and they study business and they do business studies. And I was like, there's no way I'm doing this. This isn't a smart person subject. It's not going to go over well. I don't want to do this. But of course, that's what I picked because it was the only other option. So business studies, picked that, got it ready. And then the end of year 10, our school did this thing called business week where it's a whole week um, and you're putting groups and you're supposed to come up with like a product idea, then pitch the idea, make a prototype, make a stand, market stand thing, do a presentation and everyone in the group is given a role. So I was a cleaner at our school. Our school employed cleaners, students to come after school um, and clean for three hours. The girls always did the bathrooms and the boys always, you know, vacuumed the classrooms and took the rubbish out. So the girls were stuck cleaning the bathrooms, both boys and girls bathrooms. So I saw a lot of horrific stuff back in the day cleaning the bathrooms, but that's also another topic for another day. Um, But one day I was cleaning the bathrooms and I was getting something out from the trolley in middle school. And Mr. Childs came up to me and he was like, hey, Chrissy, I've been trying to find you. Do you want to be the CEO of a group for business week? And I was like, oh, what the heck? Why me? Like, I'm not going to make a good CEO. Like I'll just be like the design person or, you know, someone behind the scenes. Cause that's what I liked doing back then. And he was like, no, no, like, I think it will be really good. Like we've been brainstorming, you know, who will be really good CEOs for these groups. And I think, yeah, you'd be really good. So kind of was like, oh, okay, whatever. Like I'll do it. No worries. I didn't really think anything of it. And then of course, business week comes around and this is closer to the end of term. So we'd already picked our subjects. I'd come to the fact that I'd picked business studies and it was just going to be easy, easy marks for me. Right. And, um, it was just what I had to do. So business week comes along, you know, you get to dress up all businessy and it was lots of fun. Our team came up with a really cool product idea, which I don't think even exists now, but probably would work. It's a pot plant that charges your phone. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It was just a bit of fun. We mucked around all week. We, we were serious about some things and completely non-serious about other things. And we just had fun. It was a great week. And I was obviously CEO. I got to do the presentation at the end of the week. And then they judge you and like, you know, add up all these marks for different things that you've worked on during the week. And yeah, then my group won. And I was like, oh, no way. And I was like, Mr. Charles really did just believe in me. He was like, you know what? No, you'd be a really good CEO. Like, it's all good. And so, of course, that was the first thing. And he planted this seed. And so I still have bragging rights that I was the CEO of the winning group of the 2016 school business week, right? And anyone that listens to this and was in my group, shout out to you guys. Can't even remember who was in the group except um, two people, but Yeah, it was a great week and that was kind of the seed. And then in year 12, I, this is kind of the next step. I was, well, in year 11, I did really well in business studies, which was a surprise to almost everyone. We were like, what the heck? Like her parents have no experience in business. She doesn't even want to be in business. She wants to join the Air Force. Like what? And by this time I'd backflipped on the pilot thing. I'd obviously come to terms. I dropped two unit maths to general and I dropped physics and I'd picked up all these English and history subjects. So I was like, pilot completely out the door. Can't do that anymore. So I was like, you know, what else could I do? Oh, logistics. I love making things work in the background, organizing things, being like, you know, the hero of the day, but never being recognized for it, you know, coming in with the win, finding something, solving problems, things like that. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be a logistics officer in the Air Force. That's what I'm going to do. Went through the application process, everything. Again, another story for another day, but 
Um, that's what I was going to do. And what I had to do to get there was study a business degree. So being really good at business in school was kind of like, oh yeah, you could do really well at this, this degree, this business degree. So I was like, okay, we'll just run with it. We'll keep doing business. It's all good. It's whatever, but I'm never actually going to have a business. I'll just have a business degree and work in the air force. And that was kind of the end plan. And, um, so one day in year 12, I get my lunch out of my lunch bag and my very good friend, Emmeline was like, Oh, what the heck? Why does your lunch look so good? Like, can you make me one tomorrow? And I was like, Oh, like, I suppose I could make you one. And I just had made like a gourmet wrap, like a wrap in like thick Lebanese bread, had like all the good stuff in there. It had like chicken, salami, mayo, lettuce, tomato, cucumber, carrot, like you name it. It was in the wrap and it always tasted really good. Right. So I was like to Emmeline, oh, okay, no worries. Like, I'll make you one tomorrow. Like, it's whatever. Like, who cares? So I bring her lunch to school. And then the next person was like, oh, what the heck? I want one. And then I was like, well, if everyone wants one, then I'm just going to have to make everyone one. But I can't afford to feed, you know, 15 people lunch because they were pretty expensive to make. Like, they had some good stuff in it. So I was like, oh, okay, like, I'll just charge everyone five bucks. Like, that's what you'd pay for lunch at the canteen. But it's kind of like you know, cooler because your peer made it, I made it and I was bringing it to school. So kind of only ended up being a few runs because the canteen shut us down. But it got to the point where I had a name, KB Wraps. I had uh, labels that had, you know, the menu item the person had selected. I had it wrapped up in foil, wrapped in brown paper. It was beautifully folded. Everything was made like, you know, fresh the night before. And it was delivered to school by my older brother. And he would bring it in an esky and I'd give everyone lunch. But like you said, it only happened a few times because the canteen weren't getting many orders from our grade anymore. So they approached me and they were like, you know, sorry, you can't, you can't keep doing this. So KB Wraps was my first really taste of entrepreneurship, I would say, because I got to experience what it was like to have people, um, you know, have demand for a product that you could actually give and have a need that you could satisfy. So thinking back, that was kind of the next step in my journey. Um, and yeah, it kind of all just stems off Mr. Childs and him just originally believing in me and believing that I was capable and I was able to be, you know, a leader of a group and, you know, had enough creativity and enough curiosity to push me through. And yeah, kind of from where that stems next was I finished year 12 Um, I got into the course, but I hadn't been accepted by the Air Force. Long story short, things went up in the air and I ended up not having a plan B really. And my business studies teacher, he had applied for the uh, HSC scheme with unis where you use your year 11 marks to get into uni, but you don't actually find out if you're accepted until after you sit your HSC. So he had actually gone behind my back and he hadn't told me and he had applied for a business course um, at one of the unis in Sydney and he had applied for me because my year 11 marks were really good. So I had gotten into that course, but I didn't even know it. And once I, you know, had changed tune and I wasn't doing the Air Force thing anymore, I kind of had his plan to fall back on. So I started this business degree and I was like, you know, oh, I'll just go into marketing. You know, I'm pretty creative, like I've said. And marketing was really good. You know, I enjoyed watching how people portrayed items and sold things. And I I liked the psychic behind, you know, marketing. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do marketing. And that was kind of my tune for the next year. 
I scored a job in a law firm just doing admin and that was really cool getting to see the corporate side of things and how the corporate world worked you know traveling into the city and working you know a nine to five job it was really really great experience and it kind of also showed me the other side of small business and how small business works and how small business owners are actually really successful when they're you know good at something and they they put all their effort into it so that was kind of the the next step really and um then I was just like, you know, I want to do something in my spare time that I enjoy and I enjoy organizing. So it kind of, yeah, was just launched as a side hustle. I was going to keep my job at the law firm. I loved it there. I wasn't going anywhere, but it kind of just, yeah, then lockdown happened and it spiraled out of control once we got out of lockdown. And that is how I have reached where I am today, all sorts sorted. We've been going for, yeah, just over a year and a bit and um, team of 13, 14, I lose track. And, um, yeah, I, I just encountered so many cool people with cool stories who are seriously so inspiring that I wanted to create a platform that would, you know, be used to inspire other people because it's no good if you just share your story with one person and the whole world can't hear it. You know, some of the stories, they need to be told on a wide, a wide like platform. You know, people need to hear these things because, they seriously are so inspiring. And I don't know if it's just me, but I draw so much inspiration just by certain things certain people say. And if I can just bring those certain things to life and give it a space, you know, for people to draw inspiration from and just go thinking, you know, how am I original? You know, what when I wake up tomorrow, how am I going to do something different to how people think I'm going to do it? You know, how am I actually going to combat what society tells me to do to what I want to do? And how am I going to make that successful for me? You know, and this podcast, it isn't, it isn't just about business. I don't want it to be a business-based podcast where although most of my network these days are business owners, I want it to be way more than that. And it, it not just to be exclusive for people who want to own a business one day because I never in my wildest dreams thought I would be here. I never wanted to have a business. I was set on just working for someone else for the rest of my life, you know. I just, yeah. And obviously I had more in my life than that. And I just want to share, I want to give a platform and I want to encourage people that, you know, look back at your original inspiration. Look back at that person, that time, that original inspiring event that caused you to do what you've done and how can you use that to then elevate your life? How can you use that experience to become an inspiration for other people, for other people to bounce off you and for other people to look at you and go, you know what? I can do better. I can do more. I can be more motivated. I can encourage more people. I can, you know, do better for myself, do better for my family. I can use my skills and my gifts to better society more than I am today. You know, how can you be original past what you were today? How can you, you know, these are the questions I want to ask. And so all the guests I'll have on this podcast are not just from business perspectives, although probably majority of them will be. Their stories are so important to people who aren't running businesses because they teach persistence and they teach motivation and they teach inspiration ultimately. And they just show the core values of, you know, creativity and curiosity and how that works out in everyday life. But I think that's where I'll leave it today for today's podcast. This has been seriously so much fun. And I think you can tell I could talk for hours on things that I love. So I'm really excited to see where this goes and like with All Sorts Sorted, I had absolutely no idea what it was going to lead to and here we are today. So like this podcast, um, share it with your friends and we'll see how many people, how many people we can inspire to be original. Thanks guys. (laughs) 